They should just draw on Scotty. It drives me nuts. <laughs> Ms. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring a thermosil. Must suck to suck, huh? <laughs> They're adorable. Oof, you got to walk home that day. The good, the bad, the embarrassing. We share it all. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Catch em Up Podcast. I'm Mariah Daniels. And I'm Scotty D. Uh, you know the, the fishing part of the day where you just don't really catch anything? Was it the lull? Yeah. Or like the I mean, bite's not are you, on. So are you in like a lull all the time? Well, that's what I was getting to. I feel like <laughs> I'm in a fishing lull in life. <laughs> I've been no, gone out like... you just don't go enough. I mean, well, the last like six times I've gone out, I just, even with live bait, artificial, I don't know what's going on. I am in a slump, but uh, at least that's just one of us. The other one is, is doing pretty decent these days. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a I'm on a high, high roller hand here. <laughs> high roller hand. I mean, you went snook fishing with the guys. Like a few days ago, yeah, it was a few days a ago, but it was it was awesome, but sucks so bad at the same time. This is what we're talking about: the good, the bad, and the embarrassing, the ugly. We should share it all. So. Yeah, no, I'll tell and you. And I unfortunately, I don't know why couldn't I go on this trip with y'all? Because there's things you have to do. It's called a guy's trip. When we want it, <laughs> when we want to disappear <laughs> from our significant others and our children and oh. everything, and you know, just use probably very inappropriate language with thought. each other and. <laughs> Try and put actually more likely it's just three guys that fish hardcore. We were trying to put a smackdown on some fish, and I don't want to tie other people's hooks. And you, you, it sounds so okay. bad. I am not like that. I I have tied her hooks hold for her for please, years. Hold please, I do my own unless you give me some odd braid. Like you know, I had that and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I don't want to tie the knot differently. It's something <laughs> you didn't even tell me. So what did I do? I tie it normal, and then here I go lose everything. And you're like, well, you didn't tie it right. Well, there's things you kind of tell me. Say, hey, nope, tie it this way. Thanks, got it. No, Next but one. more or less, sometimes <laughs> you just got to get out with the buddies and. Go do your thing and not have, you know, I have nobody to worry about but myself because guess what? If my buddy can't tie something, I'm like, too bad, figure it out. I homie. thought I just had like a lame excuse of like laundry or something. Even <laughs> though I will say this, before we even left the boat ramp, I had to retie Brian's stuff because he couldn't tie oh, it. Oh, <laughs> So I had a kid with me anyways. Nah. And actually, to be fair, just because everyone knows your history of fishing, anytime you guys go anywhere, they ask you as you're like the guide. It, it does. Whether it, you want to be or not. I will say this. <laughs> Okay, it is flattering sometimes, but it's also highly annoying because, like, especially the area we were in, my buddy's been fishing there for the three, about three, four years. Right. Now, like, a lot since he got his boat. And as soon as we get there, where should, where do you want to go? Where, I'm like, I'm, well, I I'm, just, feel... just want to be on the boat, man. I'm just You're here like, to catch a fish. You tell me, Captain. Put I'm me just on. the mate. <laughs> I'm just oh, hanging out. Yeah, we do that. But, you know. It... Nah. Well, I mean, I think it is a good communication balance in general. When you go anywhere, you want to bounce, you know, hey, here's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Let's come co- come together collectively with a method of fishing. Yes. And you, you guys went out. That's exactly what we did. Where did you, you know, guys go fishing come... in? Stewart. Stewart. Yep, up inshore, backcountry, Stewart, Florida. It was nice. It was, uh, you know, it it could have been better, but the conditions that we were in were really crap. Like, wasn't the best. It was blowing thirty miles an hour. Ooh. Oh, so you guys had, you couldn't go offshore then? For no, that. no, no. We didn't. We couldn't even fish near the inlet. Mm. It was just so bad. We like... had we had to go into tucked areas, but you had to go into tucked areas that were small enough and facing away from the wind, which is not always the best idea, but. I feel this was like the last time when we went when we went trout fishing. It was kind of the similar, yeah, same similar, similar kind thing. of. Con- it's, it's it's that time of year in Florida, man. It's blowing. It's, it's just it's, it's hit or miss. You get less less days where there's no wind than days where it's windy. It's windy most most of the time right now. Snook season is still in in effect. <laughs> yep, snook season will be over in a week. Ah, 
Does this so, mean it's going to be another season, another failed season of me catching my slot? That's what it's looking like, everybody. I mean, never say never, but I'm <laughs> not looking good it's for not, you. We're too busy. I'm not getting fishing at all for the next, like, maybe three weeks. So uh, it's 100% I'm, accurate. I will I'm, not catch my slot. This weekend. Where, when are you going to be able to go this weekend? Uh, I'll find it. I'll find the time because there's bluegills about to be on the beds and calling my name. That's oh. that's not that's not. We'll talk, talk about, about yeah, bluegills another time. Bluegills about to be on the bed. So all right, so now y'all went up there to go. I guess obviously the season's coming to an end for Snook. So yeah, we went up there. How did this all? How this goes? You, Brian, and Chris, right? You yep. on Chris's boat? Yep. We were just doing. Basically, we just wanted to catch some fish. So we were throwing artificials, and then we had some live shrimp. So we were basically we went up in the mangroves, fish docks. You know, this is during the day. Had to hide from the wind. We caught. Um, our first area, I caught some small snapper on the shrimp. I was using a jig head and a live shrimp with no tail. Was that kind of like what you did? Uh, yeah, you had so kind of like what I was doing up mm-hmm. in uh, up in Sebastian. Right. Yeah. So we started with that. Chris caught a few jacks, jack cravels on the artificial. That's kind of all that was hitting there. I hooked a ladyfish. Wasn't looking good. So it's we were we, not we, a promising start. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we got to ixnay plan A. Like we ran, I don't know, six seven miles up towards St. Lucie. To try and get into these other back areas that we know about. And we got in there, and the very first bait I threw in, I caught a, I don't know, about a 22-inch snook. And I was like, okay, you know. And what's the snook uh, size again? uh, 28 to 32. 28 to 32? Yes. That that window? Yes. That window. It's four inches here <laughs> in the United States. Four four inches. I wasn't yes. expecting that. Okay. Yes. Four four inches. <laughs> so, right. No wonder why I have not caught my slot. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so it used to not be like that. We used to be able to keep one over. Mm-hmm. But those that's been gone for years and years. But uh, yes, yeah, so we did that. And then of course you know the crap talking starts because me and Chris are the only one that have you guys caught. Guys, already anything. have any bets or anything? No, no, we were just too focused on catching fish, and <laughs> we're pitching in around docks. You I'm know. surprised with Brian there. Y'all are anything you guys can set a bet yeah. on, it will it will happen. <laughs> so then I I cast out and I hook another snook, and literally I had made a mistake and brought the wrong fishing rod with me, oh, and all I hear is. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like, and this snook is probably eight inches. It's probably one of the cutest little things I ever caught. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't even have felt it, but for some, my my reel took a. Took is this a poop. the photo you sent me when you were like slaying monsters or catching yes, monsters? And yes. I was so excited. I looked at my phone. I was like, yes. I, 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 did, I laughed out loud by myself in the room when I got that photo. <laughs> yep, we did that. It was adorable. And then uh, caught uh, I caught keeper mangrove snapper, and I actually caught the biggest croaker I've ever caught. A croaker? It is. It looks kind of like a, it's a mix between a whiting and a redfish. Hmm. It's a little drum, drum looking fish. You get it out of the water. I've caught whiting. Like, I don't like, think I've ever caught a redfish. Hmm. A croaker. That that's it makes that noise. Yep, makes yeah. that noise. So uh, yeah, I caught that, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna throw him in the live well. He was way too big to use for bait, but I was, you know, if the big ones started chewing right. later, because we planned on going to some of the bridges and dropping some baits down by the poles. And, or I'm sorry, we we got wrapped up up in the back country. We're like, all right, let's go hit the bridge, see if we can drop some baits down here and catch. Right. You know, probably we're gonna catch oversize, but we're like, whatever. We just need something to bend yeah, the rod point, right now. Yeah, yeah this... it's it's we've been out here for hours, and like I said, I've caught like five or six fish. Chris has caught two or three. Brian hasn't caught anything per right. usual. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. Why you gotta throw them out there but, like that? Uh, yeah, so we did that. We go over to the bridge, and it was blowing so hard that the spot lock on the trolling motor was having a hard time keeping us in place. 
Aye. And we didn't want to anchor. Right. Because, you know, we weren't sure if the fish were going to be there. <laughs> so I started throwing jigs, bouncing them with the current. I get smoked. I was like, oh, the bridge is going to go off. Well, we sat there in torture of the wind and spray. Okay, because we're getting sprayed by all right. the waves breaking on the on the seawall and on the boat Ugh. for probably an hour and a half and never even got another bite. Oh, that's yeah. heartbreaking. I mean, that's why it's fall yep. fishing, not yep. catching. You just, it's so, depressing though. <laughs> like we did, and this is what I, I advise everybody to do. If a plan's not working out, you can sit and stay and pray that it does because sometimes it will. It'll right. turn on. Certain Wait circumstances, you need to move. And this was just one of those circumstances. One, we were just miserable doing it because... Mm-hmm. Even if we caught a fish, that one fish wasn't worth it to just sit there and be miserable. Like I said, we went out there to have fun, you know? It was more just dudes just hanging a, out. Yeah, dudes, dudes fishing trip. So, now we go. We find this cove that we're like, oh, yeah, there's dock lights. It's dark finally. Now This was all during the day. Now it's dark. So, we go over there, and we're like, oh, man, all these docks are lit up. There's snook all over them. Yeah, this is going to be... This is it. This is going to be out of the wind. <laughs> I got some Mongo Select Grade shrimps. And if you don't know what Select Grades are, it's basically they handpick the biggest ones out of the bait tank for you, and you pay a little bit more. I'll but, say you slide them this morning. Give me the good ones. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I prefer to do that if I'm going for snook, because I've you can catch tons and tons of snook on any size shrimp, but usually you're catching the smaller fish right. on the smaller shrimp. We get up to these docks, and the first one, I pitch a shrimp in there. Wham! Gets smoked, wraps around the pole, broke off. I was Aww. like, okay, this is going to be this kind of game. That's you know? me, every time. <laughs> it's in this tight, certain docks we didn't even fish because we were like, even if we get a bite, even we're not going to have one, a chance. Yeah. So uh, we do that for a while, we're not catching nothing. Then Brian hooks up in the back of the boat. Ooh, <laughs> we're Brian! Like, and yeah. it is, it's burning like some dragon. I'm just like, oh, we finally got him. And, and now nobody's got a headlamp out. Can't see nothing. <laughs> so we're just like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I think I had a yep. beer in my hand. And it was just like, Don't drop oh, it. okay, what is, it, is it a snook? He's like, oh, yeah, t- definitely. Got to be a snook. Finally get a light on the thing. It comes up, and we just see it. It's like a freaking 15-pound sail cat. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, Oh, oh, poor buddy, dude. You know, is that like the one we caught when we went camping? Yeah, like yeah, that, they like get that big. Size? Yeah, it's called that a gap top sail cat. They that get was real cool. Big. That was a cool. So he mark. he does yeah. that, and then he catches another one and another one, and he's the only one fighting these fish. And we're just sitting here trying to stay diligent, trying to get these snook. Right. Finally, I was like, I want to catch a sail cat too. I just want to pull <laughs> I on something. Do one too. I'm tossing my shrimp out in <laughs> no man's land. Let him sit. And when it, all else fails, <laughs> I will say this: the sail cat bite, which they are edible and delicious, was on fire. I mean, so you found you found the cat. We done found the fish that nobody's looking for. <laughs> no one's looking for them. <laughs> We did. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna pluck some of these guys out. <laughs> yep. No man. Then I tried to bust out one of my old tricks. Right. When the fish won't eat in the lights like they were, it'd be very timid. Nothing. Nothing. I I probably just sounded like an idiot. Chris is probably looking at me like, "Do you know what you're talking about?" And I'm like, like I, swear, "I got this idea. I have crushed them many I'm times." Try so it. what I do, I will take a rattle trap like you use for bass. Okay. And I will throw that not even near the light, just everywhere in the dark. Around, like, Just the around. outskirts of the lights and stuff, around the outsides of the docks. Mm-hmm. And I have had them, because they were coming in and out of the lights. They weren't just right. sitting in the lights. So I knew there was fish around. We could hear them popping on some other things. Okay, cool. Nothing. I threw that thing for a long time. Now we're... Now what we're, is that typically, you think it just attracts tons them? Tons of vibration and noise. 
just so pulls they're them in. gonna i'm guaranteeing you every time i threw it there was fish looking at it they just they weren't taking they weren't it. taking it they weren't it, hmm. it didn't really seem like they were in heavy feed mode and right. i believe it was because of the way the tide was i left this out in the whole thing i don't fish me personally you can catch them on any tide i don't like fishing incoming very much unless i'm near an inlet mouth i just don't like Without. it without it's the way the bait works. So I, I mean, we were trying to make it look like natural baits coming through. Right. The only thing, I mean, I know what they were doing. So for you guys, watch what they're eating. Uh, obviously, I've done that a lot. They were eating the tiniest minnows, minnows. in the lights. Yep. Just huh. you'll see those little minnows come in and out of the lights, right. and they just pound them. So I, I have little minnow jigs for snook. They're just watching their diet. They're figuring it's summertime. The, <laughs> I had two of them, right? I went 0 for 2 with two casts hooked both times. I hooked up. Because they were eating those. It's a, it's not a crappie jig. A lot of people use crappie jigs mm-hmm. and stuff. This one actually looks like a little fish. It's made by uh, uh, Berkeley. So I was using that. Twitch it. Boom. Boom. First one hit. Psst, broke off. Because I have to throw it on light line. I love your sound effects. It's, yeah. <laughs> so That was so good. I was like, yes. It's so... <laughs> so I have to use it on light line because I can't cast it. You know? Right. So I was like, all right. Try it one more time. Because if, you know, by chance I can get one away from the right. first the first run. If I can get them to run the other way... I have a chance, you know, because then I can drive down on them on the boat. Right. Second one, first cast with the second jib, boom, gone. I'm like, well, well that ends that. Well, <laughs> well that's good. So, that of course, Chris, Chris, you got any more of them things? No, oh, man. They gone. No. They gone. What? This is like the last time. We need to stock up on these things. I know, and I know better because when I go uh, moonfish fishing with my king right. poles in the lights, I get broke off by snook all the time trying to eat them. Oh, that was, see... This is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is, a, this is so what we I'm had saying. a very crappy day out there, but right. it was I mean we had a great time, and that's that's what hey, it's all about. You made some memories. Yeah. You, you pulled in some fish. You got some bro time in. Yep. Um, I mean, me and Brian. I, I think Chris had a good time. I think he was just so in the zone. He didn't speak much. Trying to get them fish. I mean, you go out there too. I mean, you can't let it ruin your day though. That's what I mean. Like some people will go out fishing, they get like pissed off about it. It's like, look, if you don't catch it, you don't catch it. Just, I mean, I can't say anything. I used to be that way. I, well, I know you used to. I used to like. I think like, what, it, drive what it is, on the way is home. <laughs> you get more frustrated with that and with yourself when right. you don't know as well what you're doing. Like you're trying okay. to figure it out, so you're second guessing every single thing you do. Right. And that's where it is a very hard thing for somebody to go. From that mentality to be able to be like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Look, it's just not my it's day. It's just not. It's not this. You can, of course, do more. But, I mean, how, how much are you going to beat your head against the wall learning. trying to get them? It's anyhow, it's the whole process of learning. Exactly. It's like what everything. To do and sw- like we always say, yep. like, if it's not working, try something it's, different. It's like this. Like, people get frustrated. But if you're trying to figure something out mentally, right, mm-hmm. someone starts talking to you, you're going to say, hey, don't talk to me right now. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you're trying to be rude. But you're it's more focused. like you're going to make me lose my train of thought. Right. It's that kind of deal. So I do want to go into what I feel I could have done different. Right. And my little tips of the day. One, like I said before, you definitely want to move around and try explore different options, different lures, you know, different baits. Obviously, they were not feeding on shrimp. I mean, I caught two on shrimp, but that was back up in the docks to where, I mean, it's a snook. They're Mm going to eat a shrimp. The other thing is I would say is pick your days. That was the wrong tide, the wrong wind. Everything was wrong. And you wrong. recommend outside, not in. Exactly. But going back to learning, you don't know unless you go. Right. right. So now I know so I, I, will, I will not fish that tide yeah. with those winds at that time of year in that area. Lesson I, learned. I'll, I'll find another area. So, you know, that's where you keep exploring. But we know 
what we did was amazing for sale cats. <laughs> we know how to catch the sale cats. I did catch some snapper and some croakers, some... which I ended up eating. Right. Which, by the way, croakers are delicious. And, you know, you just got to keep on keeping on and hope that you get them on the next time. That's it's, the, it's the a addiction forever, of fishing. It really is. And it's a forever learning process and technique and constantly seeing what works, what doesn't. And like you said, different times. I mean, there's so many uh, scenarios in so many different situations that you have to, okay, well, this didn't work. I'm going to try this. And now I know next time not to do this at this time. But then at this time, it might work. You know, it, there's a lot that goes into it. So definitely if you are new to fishing, which yep. we, you know, let you guys know and we try to help you out. But um, don't be discouraged if it doesn't work. Like I said, I'm in this lull right now of fishing no matter what. I've tried artificial, you know, live and just nothing even hits it. And I'm like, I couldn't even catch a snakehead the other day. And those things hit everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's like hundreds of them out back right now. I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I mean, maybe that's why they're eating everything. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe nothing's out Their there to eat. Their tummies are full. Maybe that's why. But I'm just saying it, it is important to just not get discouraged and just continue to try new new methods of fishing. That is going to be my also my lure of the day that you guys should all, if you're snook fishing, especially at night, even, even during the day, they like small, remember elephants eat peanuts sometimes. <laughs> The small jigs, very small jigs that looks like a little little thin streamlined minnow, not like a crappie jig that's like kind of rounded, a little streamlined thin little pencil jig. Those right there will get the bites when they're not eating anything because that is like 90% of what they feed in at the lights most of the year. So you always want to remember to have a small bait, very, very, very small bait, but... Like I said, you're going to need a small rod because... Right. And then trying to get them away, it's you're just... You're playing roulette, you know, Russian roulette. You're just you're either going to get them or you're not. All right. Before we wrap up, a quick little like tackle time to just a brief description as to how like line. I know you've, yep. you've mentioned a couple of different lures, um, just what you would recommend. Yeah, but this is just yeah, my, my go to inshore, uh, whether I'm fishing snook or whatnot. I was using, I believe it was 15 pound fluorocarbon leader with 10 pound braid. Which is light, but mm -hmm. it, it's plenty enough to do what you need to do. The only thing that a snook could do is if you, you hook him deep with 15-pound mono, is he's going to chafe it off. Usually when I snook fish with like bait, I'm using right, 40 to 60. Right, because they're all around. I'm mm -hmm. using 40 to 60-pound, and they still chafe that. But with lures, they usually hit it so fast that I can usually get a hook set in the lip and not in their mouth. Right. So they're not chafing off my line. But with lighter line, you are going to – I mean, it's – I don't care what anybody says. Maybe you're going to get more hits with lighter tackle. It's just whether – you can take advantage of those hits. So you got to do a ratio. You know what I mean? You got to be like, okay, I can either go for less hits, but I'm going to catch more fish that I get the hits, or I go for more of hits and might catch less fish. And it can work right. in either direction. You know, some days they don't care how heavy it is. It's just every bait in, you're getting pounded. Other days they're not touching anything but the lightest thing. And you're not going to catch them anyway, but you might. You get lucky. <laughs> Trial and error. <laughs> yep. If you think it's a bad it. idea, try it. It's probably a bad idea. <laughs> it may work, it may not. But, but you aren't you gonna. You're not gonna know if it works until you do it. So true, give like it a go. Those little techniques that you be experimental. Come up with. People make fun of you. Say, oh, you're not gonna catch none of that. You know how many times I've been told I'm not gonna catch something on something, and then I go catch a fish. Do what you feel is right for that instincts. situation. Yep, you get that idea, instincts. you're like, all right, I'm just going to give it a try. If it and, works, and great. And nine times out of ten, when you say, hey, I'm going to toss this in there and I'm going to get hit and he's going to run in here and break me off, that's probably what's going to happen. But, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> if you haven't had a hit all night, it's worth a shot. Why not? I love it. I mean, hopefully that helps you out too when you get out doing some fishing. And thank you guys so much for checking out the Catch Em Up podcast. Uh, love sharing our, our fishing ventures with you guys and in turn, hopefully uh, help you out as well. 
Um, until we share some new ones, y'all get out there and catch them up. <laughs>